0: Welcome to the Logic Podcast. I'm Nick Lewis. I'm your host, and I have another great episode today. This guest, me and him, always went against each other in football. Never on the field at the same time because he's on offenses like me. But his competitive edge, his want to compete, his swagger on the field, and his mentality towards the game. It's something I've always admired. And I was glad to find out more about him in this episode. He's a record holder, a college football record holder. And he still succeeds today. I know you want to hear it. And I'm going to let you get to it. This is the Lulu Logic Podcast. Today's guest is from Camden, New Jersey, and went on to play running back at the University of West Virginia. Where he holds the record for rushing yards in a career, over five thousand, and he had twenty-eight hundred-yard games in his career at West Virginia. That led him to the NFL, the Detroit Lions, the Miami Dolphins, before heading up north to the Montreal Alouettes and the Hamilton Tiger Cats. He's a two-time Great Cup win, two-time Grey Cup winner, and a three-time Eastern All-Star. Welcome to the show, Avon
1: Coburn. Welcome, brother. My man. 50 Grand, what's up with you, Nick? I'm good. How you doing? Great, man. I, I, I mean, God is good, man. I, oh, I'm blessed, man. I can't complain. I can't complain, man. There's so many other people going through things that, I mean, I'm not even seeing. Um, God is good to me. I ain't going to lie to you, boss.
0: That's awesome. That's awesome. You know, Last the last episode I went through with uh, Marquay McDaniel, and he's not mm-hmm. a guy that talks a lot, uh, but he opened up on here. But you were a guy who talked a lot. And I'm pretty sure you still talk a lot.
1: Talk to me about it. Hey man, you know, you know one of those things. It's funny because I, I wasn't a big talker. I really wasn't. Um I, I really wasn't. But then I, I realized, like you know, like we talked about, you know, on the pre-show that I wasn't, I didn't have all the skills. So I had to do something to market myself a little bit better. You know what I mean? And and I knew I knew what my limitations was, so I said what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna talk about it. And then you know, obviously, when I started talking, you know, if I'm not going, if I'm not going to put up, you know, my teammates are going to tell me to shut up. My coach is going to tell me to shut up. Like you ain't doing what you're supposed to do, and you out here talking. But you know, I backed it up. So, so, so that was kind of that's why I talked a lot because I knew I knew I had. Some, and and again, we all have our our things that we're not good at. And I'm like, I know what my limitations are. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna talk to these people to death, and, and and it's gonna make me play better.
0: You know, my cousin uh, Tacoma Fontaine, who played. Um arena football for a long time and uh, growing up and watching him play and, and just seeing how he was with the fans and how he interacted made a huge impact on me. And that kind of helped create my game. And uh, one of the things was, is he always talked about being an entertainer, not just mm-hmm. an athlete. He's like, man, everybody's great. There's like, when you get to the pro level, I mean, pretty much everybody can play to a certain degree. Uh, there's not much, a huge difference, but, when you put the entertainer in there as well and you entertain fans, I look at guys um, like Andre Dury and, and Brandon Smith, and uh, there's probably countless other guys that had great careers, but since they didn't talk or didn't really entertain the fans outside of just going out there and just being really good at what they did, it kind of hurt them in the long run. Cause the media wasn't pubbing them. They probably right. didn't get enough all-stars as they deserved and things like that. How do you feel about that?
1: No, I'm with you, man, because you, that's the thing. Like, you know, they, they say they say um, you know, publicity is is all good, even even though it's negative. Um, because again, what happens is it puts you out there, and like you said, there, there's probably a lot of players that didn't talk as much as they and they, and they probably should. Their game spoke for them. I mean, the players as players, we know a baller when we see one. Like, oh, this cat is legit. Yeah. But you know, it doesn't go any further than that. Like, yeah, you'll get you'll get respect, but you know respect don't don't get you endorsement deals respect don't have, don't build your brand you know yep. what i mean respect must you know for us. you know you'll have it but you know you're not you're not going to get you're not going to get the the other perks that come with you know what i'm saying um um playing the game and what like you like like you said i wanted to be i wanted to be well rounded my 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 um my major was marketing okay so um, and I don't remember very much from, from college because I went to school, I went to school to play ball like most of us did. Um, and but but some of the things I did remember is that you got to put things out there for people to grab onto. Um, and you know one of the things that that you know it kind of brought me back is when Tress came to, to the Alouettes, that's kind of when when I started playing when Mark Tressman was there. Um, he you know he 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 was like you know perception is reality. You know what, what, what you say, like what, how people think you are, is you know how people think you are. Yeah. And for me, it was like, really, because I mean, at, at that time, I'm like, okay, I, I, I got a couple businesses I'm trying to pub, so I want people to think that I'm, I'm, you know, brash, outlandish. You know <laughs> larger what I mean? Than so, life. so yeah, yeah, larger than life. So now it's like it's not just about me. They're like, oh, well, what else he got going on? So that just opened up other doors for me. Um, as far as you know, different projects I was working on, um, you know, while I was playing ball. So, so yeah, man. I think I think it does help you. Um, I mean, obviously, it hurts you when when you are talking and your game ain't your game ain't showing up. You know what I mean? And I was just fortunate that I had a good team around me. You know what I mean? And my game showed up most of the time. You know what I mean? When I start talking and and it's funny because the the games I really didn't have that that energy. I didn't play well. My team was like, "What's going on with you, bro? You're not saying that." Like, you know, when that pregame stress, that's when I really be ripping into people, and then that's when that's when it's, it just starts escalating and elevating. You used to have that back flap out, that right. your third pulled up. It's like, oh, I'm gonna kill, I'm gonna kill him. Like, I don't care, I don't care about no play we running. I'm gonna kill him. I'm like, oh, I got one talking. I, I got him. I mean, because now that's gonna build my game up. You know what I mean? Because I'm talking to you and performing, you know what I mean? Everybody on my side, I'm like, look, you need to shut up, bro. Like, you, you, you trash, you hot trash. Like, and so, so you know what I mean? That kind of elevated my game. Like, when I started talking and, and when I was talking, I was I was making plays. I mean, I never really not talked and didn't make plays because, you know, I just wasn't, you know, I, I was in a good situation. I mean, I had I had probably the best quarterback in CFL history. I mean, as far as you Yards wise, definitely that. Yeah. Um, so he can put the ball anywhere it needs to be. Um and then, you know, I, we had we had great, we had great, you know, chemistry with our team. Yeah. So, you great know, offense. I mean, it, allowed, it allowed me, it took pressure off of me so that I could just go play my game. And then, you know, I, I felt like, you know, and a lot of people would say this, that I was kind of the catalyst of what we did. Like the game, I mean, obviously we had AC was the man, but if if I didn't get started, it wasn't really nothing pop. Because you, know
0: what you what I mean made people they they couldn't just drop off in the zones right right because so you get in space if you get past line scrimmage, you get in space like very rarely was one person going to bring you down
1: right and and I appreciate that and and so so I tried to I tried to just take take my game and bring everybody else with me like I mean I felt like for me you know my upbringing and I'm pretty sure we're gonna get to that it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't powder puff you know what I mean yeah. so This was, this was my outlet, man. Like, and then, you know, I I left, I I didn't leave the NFL, but I got cut um, because I was trying to be a star. I wasn't trying to make a check. I was trying to be a star. I was trying to go somewhere and be a star. And with that mindset, you know, it wasn't happening in the NFL, not being a undrafted free agent. Like, no, bro, you, you going, you going to play special teams and get your your dues. And I'm like, no, like I ain't, (laughs) I'm not doing that. Like I'm a star. Like I, Five thousand yards, like all time. Like, nah, bro. I'm not. That's not my. That's not my mentality. I don't know how to play the deuce. Like, I'm. I'm not doing that. I'm. I'm number one. And you know, I just. I couldn't understand. I really wish I would have now because my pockets would be a little bit different. But you yeah. know, my mindset was on being a star, not necessarily making money. And um, it just. It just. You know, took me to. Took me to to the CFL where where you know I became I became that. I mean yeah it, definitely you know game it got back,
0: you know what I'm saying? So, I was talking to a guy about 15 minutes ago, and I told him I was about to uh, do this podcast with you. And um, he's a linebacker in the CFL. <laughs> probably gave you a little hell at times.
1: Joe Lobendine. Oh, my head <laughs> <laughs> he, he was He was a real – he was a real – he was probably one of the realest linebackers that I played against. Yeah. Probably like he was one of those two. It was like it was like three. It was like three of them, maybe four, Um, that I was like, "Hey, I gotta hit him. I gotta hit him this week." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And
0: and who's, I mean, who's all
1: four? Huh? Who's all four? Do you remember all four's so, names? So yeah, absolutely. So one one was Ray Ray Lewis. I mean Ray Ray Lewis. Ray Williams. Ray Williams. Um, yep. Ray Williams was one. Joe Labinow was the other one. Um, Jawan Armour was the other Jawan one. Armour. Yeah, dog. I'm, he, he was a dog. Like, he was a, he was a dog. Like, I knew I had to come to play with him, and he was going to talk, too. So that really just got <laughs> me even a little bit more excited. Um, and the last one, I mean, it, it, was, a, it, was, a, it was a bunch of them. But yeah. I would say the last one that, that I was, you know, was – and I didn't really get to play with him as much. But, um, damn, it just slipped my mind. He played – he was number one. He's number one for that – he played for us at West, but he played for Calgary, number one, uh, Reggie, Reggie um, the Reaper. Reggie Hunt, Reggie Hunt, yeah.
0: Reggie oh, Hunt was
1: fast. Yeah, yeah, Reggie Hunt, yeah. Yeah, Reggie Hunt. So, so I mean, Re- Reggie was more of a speed guy. Like he, yeah. he was probably fast. He was me, a DB. So, like, he was a safety. Yeah. But I mean, he he was, and that was he was he was one of the you know I mean I couldn't get away from him because he was so damn fast. <laughs> like that, that was my that was my only thing with him was like you know he didn't really bring he brought it but not like not like Ray Ray was going to bring it every play.
0: Yeah. And another
1: one was was um KJ. Yeah, my my little queen just opened my door. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so, so so KJ Kiwana Jones, yeah. he he used to bring it too, man. You know what I mean, and, and, uh, hold on, I, I mean Mo Lloyd and Mo Kewana.
0: Lloyd. That was that was my next one. Mo <laughs> Lloyd too. Man, there was Mo, some bangers. <laughs> hey, I mean, no, hey, they no, get no, ki- all of them getting kicked out of the league right now. If they play in oh, the league today, yeah, they right all now. getting
1: kicked out. They they're done right now. Every I mean, I'm like, thank you. Thank you. They, they done, I ain't got. I ain't got to bang with them this whole game. You know what I mean? And that was that was my game too. So and, and that's why I was like with some of the some of the linebackers. I mean, it was all bigger than me. Only one yeah. that probably wasn't bigger than me was was uh, uh, uh um Kitwana. I mean, he yeah. was. He, I mean, taller than me. He yeah. was. He's probably about 230, 240. Hold on, man. I'm sorry. My, my daughter. <laughs> she good, He comes downstairs and and goes to pee like <laughs> she can't. My bad, Tim.
0: No, oh, you he, good, brother. Because I, I was just thinking, like, you know, Juwan Simpson's another talker. Um, yeah. You know, Baron but, yeah, Simpson. I mean,
1: Juwan, he was big, but he ain't bring it like that. Yeah, Baron Simpson. Really oh, Baron, Baron Simpson
0: used to talk trash to you and then, then say, it. God bless you. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: he hit you, talk trash to you, and God bless you. Oh. Oh my God. He uh, He. he. He so I, I didn't I didn't have too many battles I I mean, I I didn't I didn't think um 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 you know, Juwan I mean not Juwan but um Simpson, Simpson I I didn't I didn't think he was he was big like if you're that big you are supposed to dominate, yeah no not 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 Simpson what's the boy to play with you and um and his name is Simpson too right Juwan Simpson number twelve played Calgary yeah yeah, yeah 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 I thought he was I mean he was like six four you know what I mean had some speed. He should have just been running through everybody, and 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 I mean, if, cause for me, I'm, I'm a little dude, so I'm, I'm I mean, I played at five eight. I mean, I was five eight, and I and I weigh like one eighty five. Yeah. So so for me, if I can block you, you ain't tough. Like Ray <laughs> Mo, uh, Ray Mo. Uh, uh, God, God you remember dang. Zeke Marino? Um,
0: that played at Hamilton. um, he went to I mean, USC, uh, yeah. and he played in Hamilton and Toronto,
1: I believe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I remember him. I mean, he was he was, he was tough, but he wasn't. He he yeah. just I mean, again, if I can get up under your chin and, and stop you, you you not you not you know Ray. I'm telling you, Ray brought it like every like, and and again, that that dude right there, man. He he brought it every time. Every you know time, I mean? Mo, Mo Lloyd, Mo Lloyd, oh, bro. He, I'm like, he just he loved running running me over because I'm like, <laughs> look, I'm just gonna pull you down every time, like. They're not going to call it because I'm like, you just ran over me. I'm just going to pull you down. So that Please. brings a
0: question. How do you block the bigger guys? What was your mindset to going into blocking these guys? Because I had to teach John White last year right. how to block. I mean, he right. already knows how to block. Uh,
1: right. But he
0: uses his head a lot and he right. lunges a lot. So I tried to sell him down, back up. How was your technique on blocking? It Was it I, just I, like just trying to get in there, fit in there? Or did you have an actual technique to getting it done?
1: I was, I was just like John White. I'm going to go hit you right in the mouth before you get started. <laughs> like, that's, why, that's, why I love, that's why I loved uh, the CFL is because, I mean, and again, I know coverages. I know, you know what I mean? I know fronts. I know when you're coming. Like, you just look guilty. So, so now I can, I can move too. So I'm just going to run up there and hit you right under the chin. So you can't – once you get started again, you're bigger than me. You're going to win 100% of the time.
0: But First game of the year, John knocked the dude out. Same way. Yeah. Dude came off the edge. John lunged at him, top of his helmet, hit him right on his chin.
1: Knocked
0: him out. feet was crossed, snoring.
1: That's it. I was it. just
0: like – I was like, that, man, that, look.
1: That's, that's exactly what I did. I mean, again, you're you, you already bigger than me, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to come at you as hard as I can and hit you right up under your chin and try to, and try to put you to sleep. Period.
0: Yeah. See, I try to teach how to how to restart them. You know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? Shoot your hands so you're not lunging, and then just try to restart them. You can't
1: do that against Ray. You can't do that against Ray because Ray gonna knock you out. Like he's not gonna stop.
0: You fake that cut. You fake the cut. Everybody gonna.
1: That's I never, I never cut. (laughs) You never cut. cut. I I never cut. Only time I cut is if we're like three, like we're, we're quick game. That's the only time I would ever cut. And I never cut – in the, like, I don't know why people didn't realize that. Like, they, they should have known I never was going to cut them unless they was on the edge. I never yeah, cut that, in the middle because if you cut in the middle, and I would never let none of my guys cut either in the middle because – Because it's going to fall on the quarterback's legs. Line. Yeah, you, quarterback and my O-lineman. I'm like, yeah. that's the last thing I wanted because, you know, I'm already – I'm already you know what I'm saying? I, I need my people working together. So, I'm yeah. like, this is what I'm going to do for y'all. I'm never going to cut in the middle. Nobody knew that. Because it would have came a little harder. I mean, it didn't matter with Ray and Mo. They coming already. Yeah. So, um, I I just – I mean, I never cut in the middle. And um, I I, I always – I always – you know, I never tried to reset. Only time I reset people is when I know they're going to give me a move. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, oh, I know how he rushes. He's not a bull rusher. Ray going to bull rush you. Mo going to bull rush you. And those are the ones you want to cut because that's going to slow them down. But – you know what I mean? I just I never cut in the middle, and they you know they they mic backers.
0: When I was in the box, I used to always say, "Look, there's a speed limit. You owe the speed limit, I got to cut you. You come like you got some sense, I'll stand up with you." Right. But I mean, I I got to do my job too. Right. No, right.
1: I'm I'm gonna win. I mean, I probably <laughs> I probably lost. I mean, I probably lost maybe. I mean, I, I would say I would say I probably lost probably ten percent of the time. And you know,
0: but, but AC was getting the ball out of there though,
1: right? That's so you didn't have saying. to hold it long. On our on our long and our long, like if you look at our film when we had, um, when we had sacks, it was from offensive alignment, Yeah, you know because you know them on our five step drops because AC was methodical about steps getting the ball out. You know, two three in a hitch getting it out, five in a hitch or five and plant. You know, we gonna get the ball out. But the problem is, is when you know. He, the, the old lineman get beat right now. It's like, and you know, somebody's coming on my on my on my guy. So, you know, that's when that's when we have most of our sacks. Is when yeah. is when you know they get the ball out, or we held the ball we held the ball a little too long.
0: Yeah, that's good, man. That's good. That's good knowledge on uh, your blocking and, and just getting it done. Like I tell John all the time, I'm, I'm proud of you for getting it done. Um, one, I just want you to take your head out of it because. I know right. the the damage you're doing over the course of time, but, you know, mm-hmm. you're getting the job done. And I know when it's – and regardless, as a coach, my job is to help you do it the best. And as a player, your job is to get it done. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It, like, in the back of your mind, you know how a coach want it done. But right. when it's right there, it's like, oh, I'm about to get this done.
1: Right. I, I used to have the it, same
0: that. conversations with Huff. Like, no, nah, Huff, this is how I'm going to do it. Like, he's like, okay, you do it that way, you mess it up one time, you're doing it my way for the rest of the time. Cool, right? right. <laughs> so, that's how it was, man. But let's let's go back to the beginning.
1: When did you start playing football, and were you always a running back? Yeah, you know it's crazy. Like I, I I always wanted to play linebacker. I always wanted to be a linebacker. Um, always wanted to play middle linebacker. And I started playing football when I was fourteen. So that was like my first organized football. When I was four, I played when I was seven, but I didn't know what I was doing. I was out there rubbing dirt on myself, and you know what I mean. <laughs> But, I mean, I would always play – we would always play, like, you know, in the hood, like Killer Man. We would say Killer Man. And, I mean, I would just be murdering people, like, you know what I mean? When they when we playing, they'd be like, all right, we ain't playing with you no more. You you crazy. i just be murder. Like, I would – you get that ball, I'm coming in there to destroy you. That tackle uh, man with the football? Yeah, Killer Man. So, we, we call it Killer Man. So you got to throw, oh, throw, throw it
0: up? Oh, yeah. Throw,
1: throw it. the ball up, and whoever
0: get it, everybody got to get them. And you got to get them. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I'd, I'd be like, I'd be sitting, I mean, because I was always athletic, and, and I was like, no, I just I wanted to hit people, you know what <laughs> I mean? So, so for me, man, growing up, I was I was a guy that was all. I mean, so I, I kind of been, you know, I was always muscular. So, when you're 13, 14, 15, and you're muscular, everybody, you don't have very many tall people. Like, I'm, I was like five-something almost my whole life. So, I was bigger <laughs> than everybody else. I had muscles. So... So for me, man, I, I used to, used to fight all the time. And, 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 you know, once I found this sport, it kind of really, really allowed me to, to to just release because I can go and hit people and not get in trouble for it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, where I'm from in, in Camden, like we, you know, I fought every day, like probably from, from uh, probably from like nine years old to probably about 14 years old. I fought every day. Like I fought somebody we we fighting somebody every day either we're going to do something crazy or you know somebody that we hang around we going to fight just because whatever and i mean i always had hands but it was just one of those things like this was this was my outlet it allowed me to yeah. just release all this aggression that i had um you know i mean i was always a little guy too i mean i, I you know I, I became a little guy once i once i started playing ball and it was like i don't i don't like this who who can i, I can go hit somebody and i ain't you know what i mean I could just hit them and they're they not going to call the cops. Like I, so, so I started at 14 and, you know, I was playing running back and I played defensive end. Um, and, you know, that that's when I first like realized, I was like, man, I, I can like, at, when I first started playing like defensive end, I was killing, like we had our first scrimmage and I was killing this quarterback. Like, I mean, I was just coming off the edge, just bam, bam. They was like, all right. No more for you. you you're you going to – we're going to put you in the backfield. I mean, just in the scrimmage. But, you know, I, I had like – there was always other guys that was better than me and, and and they always wanted them to play running back. And, you know, I was mad because I wasn't starting running back. I'm on the sideline. I'm like, hold on, how is that possible? Like, I need to be playing. And, I mean, I'm 14. So, I mean, there, there was some guys that played organized football. So, so we had Pop Warner. I don't know what y'all had where you from, yeah. but we had Pop Warner. But then there was another league, um, um, another pot warner league. So I had to like in Camden, it was one called Centerville and it was it was like twenty minutes from away from we had no car. So, you know, man, I would mean, not I wasn't wouldn't, wouldn't going there. You know what I, mean, I would my mom ain't taking me and I'm not walking. Because you don't walk you don't walk through other people's hoods. Like you just yeah. don't like young black dude walking through the hood, like and I'm on the other side, like it's on the other side, I'm like, nah, we're not doing that. So, so we, you know, it, it was a it was a Centerville team, then it was a um a Pensalkan team. So Pensaucking had their own league. It was called PYAA. Um they had their own league. I didn't live in Pensaucking, I lived in Camden, so I couldn't play in that league. So then, you know, there was a uh, um in Merchantville that opened up. It was called St. Pete's. Um, and um I wish I had some pictures for you. Um but, <laughs> but yeah, man, so, so I'm, I'm trying to find some because my wife she put my room together for me and I'm I don't have any of those. I don't have any of those um up, but um Started started playing there at 14, and um, we went to the championship and lost. And I didn't play the next year, and then high school started. Um, high school started, um, and, and, and I played ninth grade. And then ninth grade, I played middle linebacker and running back. And then halfway through the year, I got moved up to varsity. And then I played running back all my life since then, except when I went to the CFL and I played linebacker. Um, which was which was crazy to me, but I mean I was always an aggressive player, so they were like, well, you know, and, and I think the year that I did play linebacker, um, I, the year before I led the team in special teams tackles, and and that's that's when they were like, look, if you want to make the team, you got to play linebacker. I'm like, well, did you you not know my <laughs> you not know my stats? But I mean, again, I left the league because well, because I, I was actually in Detroit, and they wanted me to come back my my second year. And I was like, "Nah, y'all not gonna let me play." So I left and went to Detroit, went to Miami. And then when I went to Miami, um, you know that Miami life got me. I ain't gonna lie, I was I was immature. I had a pocket full of money, and you know I mean it was pretty girls. And I'm like, "All right, I'm coming in. I'm coming in the because uh, I I was went there in the summertime. Yeah, I in late, smelling like oiled, all oiled up. <laughs> they were like, "All right, it's time for you to time for you to uh." Time for you to, to you, you to part ways, and I just wasn't mature enough for, for Miami. I thought I was. I mean, I was always a focused individual. When I was there, I was there hundred percent. But when you're not, you yeah, I do streets. like I got, that though sometimes. Yeah, them streets. You know so 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 Miami prepared me for Montreal. So Montreal is is in my opinion Miami without a beach. <laughs> like it's it's like that, man. So so it prepared me for that. It let me know like, look, okay, these streets is cool, but you know, Why, why they out, while they out doing that, you need to focus on learning your plays. And, and, and that's kind of what I did. And I, you know, I, I learned from those lessons from, from leaving, leaving the Lions yeah, to go uh-huh. to Miami. And then, um, the, you know, the same thing, when I left the Lions, like when, when they tried to tell me to go to linebacker, I could have left and went somewhere else. But then I was like, you know what, I'm going to go ahead and um, I'm going to go ahead and do it. Cause I mean, you, you don't want to leave where people know you. So, so yeah. I said, all right, I'm going to stay there and, 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 and build there, and I did, and, and it turned out like, I mean, at the end of that year, I played, I played linebacker and I played running back, like, so, so, in, I like halfway, like in practice, like the first half of the practice, I would go play linebacker, and the second half, I would be to be like the fourth team running back. They'd be like, all right, switch your jersey. So I had two jerseys in practice, <laughs> playing both sides, and, and so the the playoff game, I ended up like. Jared Payton got hurt. Um, this was two thousand seven. He that. got hurt um, in the playoff game. We playing against Winnipeg, and he got hurt. And I finished the game playing running back. And and that year, that year there were seven running backs on the roster. Seven. I believe it. Jim Pop. Seven running backs. They all got hurt. They moved me to run. They moved me to linebacker, and I ended up start, Not starting, but I ended up finishing the playoff game. And then our next year. That's when Trustman came, came in. They were in like,
0: the... they,
1: we're gonna give you a shot to compete. And I'm like, that's all I want. Just give me a shot to compete. You give me a shot to compete. I, I mean, cause that year they brought they brought um 2007. they brought in um Jared Payton. It was like, yeah. I mean, only way you go only way you gonna, you're gonna be able to compete for this job and get this job is if you know God comes down and tell us that you know you should be playing. Yeah, because it's very unfortunate that that happens
0: sometimes, you know.
1: It was it was a blessing though, you know what I'm saying? It was a blessing because you know, at the time, I wasn't ready. Like, in my mind, I thought I was ready, yeah. but I wasn't ready. So, that next year, I was, like, 100% like ready, ready. Like, I came in, and, I mean, I set the tone from, from day one. Like, this was – I had two goals in 2008, and I'm mad. I hate Calgary for for, the, for one of my goals. Like, I swear, like, that's one team – I don't even know if I could coach for Calgary. That's how much I hate Calgary. Um, Come on, man. Look real. Like, I mean, I can't even go there and make money. That's how much I'm like, no, man. Like, and it wasn't even Calgary. You know who it was? What's the what's what's uh, DB with the dreads y'all had? Oh, I want to kill him. Dwight Anderson. Oh, D.A. Oh. not oh. you teammates with D.A.? No, I never was teammates with D.A. Oh, I heard he, he was an awesome Africa. teammate. I heard he was, I mean, I I, I know D.A. after
0: the fact, but D.A. was not an awesome teammate. D.A. is a good. He good, said he good, wasn't uh, an awesome teammate. D.A. is not an awesome teammate. I'm going to tell you like this. I'm going to be 100% honest with you. I right. like D.A. D.A. was very immature most of the time. Right. But, um, you know, D.A. just, he just wanted people that just need to ass whoop him one time.
1: Right. I was right? trying to give it to him.
0: And Corey, Corey Tamlin, oh. Corey Tamlin used to protect him. Corey Tamlin said, when you find me another field corner that's as good as him, mm-hmm. you whoop his ass. Until then, y'all better leave him alone. Right? <laughs> and that's just the way it was. It was like, yeah, because there was always constant, like, he talked. When you talk about Tartt, oh, that's one yeah, no person I need to get on my podcast, right? Because he talks, and, you know, he's got a great story, and he's been through a lot in his life, I and mean, you understand that. And you can relate to to D.A., but when it comes down to the – actually, you know, when shit get thick, D.A. go to D.A., and he don't care about team. He don't care about nothing else. He just go to D.A., and that was the, the one thing – and I mean, we all, you know, when the game on the line, everybody wants the ball in their hands, everybody want to make the play, everybody wanna do this. But, you know, DA just did things a little differently. And, you know, at practice, he was always getting, somebody always wanted to whoop him at practice, somebody always wanted to fight him at practice, somebody always Bro, so
1: we lost that game. When we lost that, so I had two goals in 2008. One, my first goal was just to be the starter of the Montreal West. That was my 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 first goal. My other goal was to be the MVP of the Great Cup. Um, and, and I mean, I was just my, that was the only two goals I had. Like, I didn't care if I had 700 yards. I don't care if I had 200 yards. All you I remember how many yards you had? Um, I think I had like 900, maybe, maybe 950. Cause I didn't, we didn't play the last, I didn't play my last two games. Cause I had, I had ran into like ankle, ankle injuries. Cause I, that year I was on pace for a thousand and a thousand. So I had like 700 yards receiving and I had like 950 yards, um, 950 yards rushing. And I missed like four or five games because of an ankle injury. And um, I mean, I, I would have been the first one to have a thousand and a thousand yeah. and I, mean, I was just on pace to do it because, you know, I was getting a rock. I mean, I was, I was just balling. I mean, but then I, I you know, played, we played a uh, BC and AC scrambled and uh, they threw somebody into my leg. And, and I mean, I'm glad it was just my ankle and not my leg, but I mean, it just was, it was terrible after that. But, but yeah, so man, we played in that game and we lost. I mean, you guys, y'all just y'all just had a y'all game plan was phenomenal. Like we yeah. couldn't get it. I mean, damn, he was blitzing every play. Like we just couldn't we couldn't get it we couldn't get it moving on offense. Yeah. Um, and so then the receptions <laughs> A AC through? Uh I think he
0: threw like three. He threw yeah, he threw the one to DA and then he threw the one to Shannon James in the end zones. Right. But so, you know, one of the biggest things for us was we had to motivate Hank to take off running. Hank couldn't right. run in the first half, right? Yeah, I mean, Like, we kept running the same play over and over and over. I had 11 catches, and probably seven of them came off the same play, hmm. right? Because all we were doing is zone read. Zone read, yeah. And, and Anwar was taking Joffrey every time. They were like, Joffrey's not going to beat us. And Hank would come out. TJ Hill, who's guarding me, supposed to guard me, he's looking for Joffrey. So he takes off running at Joffrey. I'm coming across the field from the backside wide open every time. Right I mean, I mean it was just like it, clockwork. and then the second half, when they did start carding it, nobody was there for Hank,
1: right so then Hank was running he had
0: like over 70 yards rushing in the second half. and I think that's what really got us going was when Hank decided to use his legs and you know he didn't make the he didn't make the mistake, right he didn't throw no picks right I mean, there was only two touchdowns the whole game, you and Brett Ralph right, right. you had the first one um, to put y'all up. I think, what, like 11-3 to 3 or something like that. And then, right. then yeah. I mean,
1: bro, in my mind, like, they stopped giving me the ball. Like, I'm like, yo, we going to win this game? Give me the rock. Like, I was born for this moment. Like, Dude, I remember
0: – I still remember looking up at the, the screen, and you could just see you after the touchdown. You were just talking, just talking, talking, talking. What was you saying? I don't know.
1: I don't know. I don't know what I am saying, bro. I'm like, I told you, i am going I'ma kill, these I'm, kill these I'm telling you, give me the rock. They don't want it's it. Over.
0: I'm yeah, like, bro. Man.
1: In my mind, in my mind, I had already won this game. Like, I won this game. I won this game in the summertime. Like, I yeah. swear I did. I'm like, but I mean, again, I don't call to play. I wanted to rock bad, like, and I think, and I don't know. I, I, I mean, I talked to Trust last week, and I'm like, I should have brought this up because that just burnt me. I'm like. Why did you stop giving me the ball? Like, well, you try. Like in my mind, I'm like, he must be trying to get AC to uh, AC to AC MVP. to uh, the MVP. And I'm like, we just gotta let the thing flow and just let it go how it's supposed yeah. to. Go. Like, you know what I'm saying? And I mean, that year I had a, I had a great year. I mean, I was, I was on pace to do something nobody's ever done. And and I'm like, this is, this is it. Like, this is my year. Like, I, when I tell you, when I tell you the all season, that was like, I mean, I was, I, I quarantined myself. In the off season, I left, so we were living in Montreal with my bride. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, I left and went to Michigan for, for four months and worked four months. Like, I mean, just just I mean, every day the same thing. Tunnel vision. Like, I'm telling you, I I saw it, I saw it. But I mean, it wasn't that year. It was the next year that that we got it. So yeah. But
0: well, let's but, go yeah. back. Let's go to West Virginia and just yeah. When did the work ethic? When did the the versatility? really kick in for you to be able to catch so well on the backfield, you know, running routes, being, being able to do all those things. Was it in high school? Was it at West Virginia? Because you had success no, was, at West Virginia early. No. And how did you get from Camden to West Virginia?
1: So it was crazy. I got a story, man. My story is is, is crazy, man. I was watching, I don't know if you, if you saw the Meek Mill story, but if you ain't seen it, you know, you can spend about three hours and, and, and watch that. It was, it was a phenomenal story. So he grew up in Philadelphia. Philadelphia, North Philly is like right over the bridge from Camden, New Jersey. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So where he's from is like we're from the same area. You know what I mean? Pretty much. So so I grew up, man, and and I just didn't, I didn't want, you know what I mean? I didn't want to, to grow up like 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 my mom. My mom was on drugs, my dad was on drugs, you know, crack flooded our community. Terrible. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I mean we go, we go days. I mean, I'm eating chips and Snickers for dinner, you know what I mean? Trying trying to get trying to get, you know, a dollar to go eat, you know what I'm saying? And, and I mean, it, it was, it was, it was bad. You know what I mean? So in my mind, I'm like, I'm never going, I'm never going to live like that ever. Like, yeah. and that's, you know, and again, it, you either, you either kind of go into what the community is doing or you do what you need to do to, to get out of there. It so you to move on. in my mind, I'm like, I'm never going to live like this. I don't want my family to live like this. So, so I'm like, I gotta, I gotta do something. So, um, so you know, I, I was in Camden and then, I mean, I got a crazy story. So we living in a shelter Um, my freshman year in high school, my grandma. So we were living in Cherry Hill and my grandma left. Um, She left the house we were living in and moved like down the down the highway a little bit. And then we was living in this house and then we couldn't pay the bills. My mom couldn't pay the bills in the house. So then, you know, we go living in the shelter for. You know, for the whole summer, and then going into that 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 first year or the first couple months of school, I'm I'm waking up every morning. Me and my sister, you know, taking the bus to go to go to Cherry Hill schools, which is a lot better educational-wise than Camden, New Jersey. So yeah. we jump on we jump on the on the bus. You know, this is not not like the I'm talking about like city bus, like you know, NJT. Yeah, not a
0: school bus. It's uh, yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. So so we would jump on a city bus to jump, and then we'll take, you know, we'll get on the city bus about six o'clock, then we'll take the city bus to our, our, to our old house, walk across the street, go catch the bus, um, and then, you know, we did that for like, for about, you know, maybe, maybe two months, um, not even two months, we did it, like, we started school in August, so, you know, in camp start, I didn't even do camp that year, because, you know, I mean, it just, I just couldn't, um, so, so then, you know, football started, and they're like, are you coming out for football? I'm like, yeah, I'm going to come out for football. And then, you know, so I actually went out for football, and and that's when, you know, I made, I, I was on the freshman team. I was a freshman, and I was playing linebacker, and we catching – I mean, and so then, you know, the coach kind of knew, like, because my high school – I mean, my Pop Warner coach, his son was a was a sophomore. Okay. So, um, so what happened was, you know, he – you know, I would tell him, like, look, you know, we live in this shelter in Camden, but, you know, we, we're going to school in Cherry Hill, so – you know, he would like I'll, I'll take you home after after practice because he was a he was a, a freshman coach. Um, so when the freshman practice was over, we would all go up to the varsity and watch his son, and then he would just take me back to um, back to Camden. And and then you know it came to the point where they knew what was going on. The the, the school knew, and they were like, well, um, well, you we, we, we can't go to school here no more. And then mm. he was like, well, you know, let me do this. Let me um, let me talk to my wife um so he semi adopted me well he 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 took custody of me yeah so i don't know if it's adoption but he took custody of me so you know me and again bro when I, when i tell you from from probably 11 years old to probably about 15 years old i don't know if anybody would have would have I'm I'm surprised I'm alive. You made it out, Some yeah. Stuff, stuff I did, you know what I'm saying. You yeah, know, you talk I, about I, the fighting
0: was, and everything, and fighting
1: and, and the, I mean, whatever whatever what whatever you thought you know somebody bad could have did besides kill somebody, I, I probably didn't.
0: Yeah. And I mean,
1: he didn't know this. I mean, all he knew was when I came to work, when I came to work, go to go to practice. I, I worked. So so I, I I leave and 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 you know he called me back and said, look, you know. Yeah, you yeah. Know, you know, my wife, my wife would love for you to come and stay with us. And I'm like, this, this, this a white dude now. I don't mean it's a white dude. He got, he got two girls and a son that I played. He was a quarterback. So, yeah. Uh, so I'm like, they gonna let me move in with them? They don't know I was just stealing cars last weekend. Like, they, I mean, <laughs> I'm doing like crazy stuff. They're like, yeah, we want you to stay. We want you to come stay with us. And like, you know, if we stay with you, I mean, if you stay with us, then there's gonna be some rules you're gonna have to abide by. I'm like. I mean, and and I was, I was, I mean, again, I adapted all my life. But But you were
0: in the world, but you were in that world, right? You were in that world of of destruction, right? That's so hard to get out of. And I mean, when you see it on your front doorstep every day with your mom and dad and and you see everything, then, you know, the only way, and that's one of the hard parts is man, like the only way is, is that way. That's what they show you.
1: Right. That's how you get a dollar. That's how you feed your, that's how you feed your sister. That's how you, that's how you feed yourself. Bro, that's all you know. Like, and, and again, that's it, it's it's. I mean, I, for whatever reason, for whatever reason, God was like, "Look, we're gonna take you out of this environment. We're gonna mm-hmm. have you live with this family." Yep. So I go live with them freshman year. Halfway through it, um, you know, they move me up to varsity. So I'm to starting running back. Um, on a on a freshman, i mean, as a freshman, I'm starting I'm starting varsity. And there's a lot of people hate me because they're like, you know. Cause I mean, I'm it's a white school, black dude. How you starting? You know, what I mean, who who are you paying? I'm like, I'm just better than y'all. Like, I'm just better than y'all. <laughs> you know what I mean? And 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 it, and they hated me because everybody wore black shoes, and you know, once they said I was I was gonna be the starting guy, I went to the mall and got some white Nikes. <laughs> I mean, everybody had black shoes to except to me. I had the cleanest white pair of Nikes on there, and I mean, I was killing them. I mean, I was scared. I didn't know what I was doing. I just, I just was just faster than everybody else. So, so it was like, okay. So then the next year comes around, and this is this is kind of where it it goes in a different direction. So, you know, my 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 son's, my, I mean, my son, my coach's son is a quarterback. They got him playing free safety, yeah. but he's a quarterback. And they they wouldn't let. It was like you know, it was daddy ball. So it was a, the head coach's son was was a quarterback too. So they were like, we're gonna we're gonna play him. And so then his dad just went looking. So we, we you know, he went to a, a Catholic school and he was like, Avon, I think it's a good opportunity for you to, and I'm kind of, long story to get to where you asked me about my athleticism. Um, uh, so, so they were like, well, um, you know, he was like going to Catholic school and he was like, you don't have to come. Cause I mean, I'm like, I'm starting right now. Like I'm starting, like I ain't got to do nothing. I'm starting. Like I can just wake up and I'm starting. Like, ain't nobody going to take nothing from me. And so we go, we, he goes and he's like, well, I got to throw the ball. Can you come in and, and, and throw for me? I mean, can you come and catch for me and run routes? So I'm running routes for him. And, and I, I didn't notice two years later, but they were like that, that the quarterback is good, but that guy right there, he's going to play on Sundays. Like we need, we need him. Like we really want him. We want the quarterback, but we really want that guy. So you know, and, and I don't know if I don't know if the quarterback knew that, but I knew obviously I knew that the dad knew, um, but I was like you know because again they had a starting tailback, and they were like for you to play you would have to play you know fullback and wide receiver, and I'm like fullback like I'm 130 <laughs> I'm 140, I'm like um, my internet says it's unstable, so they wanted to play fullback and wide receiver, so I mean it was crazy because. I was like, look, man, I'm not, I'm not playing. I'm not, I'm, I'm not. And they were like, look, it's a good opportunity for you. They got so many players go D1 out of this school. Yeah. You need, you need yeah. to go. So then, you know, I made a decision. I was like, all right, I'm going to go. And then, I mean, again, bro, nothing is ever easy for me. I wish it was, but so then, you know, because I played varsity and I moved schools, they didn't tell me to like the first game, like right, you know, the, the week of the first, I'm starting. I'm like, I'm the starting receiver. Like I'm the X in the boundary. You know what yeah, I mean? I'm yeah. the X in the boundary. And I'm, and I'm the fullback. I'm switching. Like I'm going, I'm doing both. You know, they're just finding ways to get me to rock. And second game, like, I mean, the first game of the season, you know, right before that week, they're like, well, Avon, you're going to have to stop five games because you played um, for another team. I'm like, well, won't they just sign a release? Like, why are they hating on me? Like, and, and it was, it was other coach. He was like, well, we, we know you played for, for Cherry Hill West. You started and it yeah. started as a varsity. Started as you know, you started varsity. So, so they made me sit out five games. So then, my, my fifth game back. So they had their rotation. Everything was good on on that side of it. On uh, on the whole side of you know, five games they played without me. You know, what I mean, I'm running scout team reps for them. I'm killing them on scout on scout team. I'm like, again, I'm the best player on the team right now. Yeah. And I'm playing scout team for for our scout team. And I'm running. You know, I'm okay. The best player is running back. So I'm playing running back. The best player is a receiver, so I'm playing receiver. So, so long story short, when, when it gets to, you know, the five game is up, now they're like, okay, you know, we, we want you to play. We have our rotation. This is kind of – this is where, you, where we're going to put you at. We're going to put you in the slot, and we're going to, you know, move you to fullback. I was starting X first because they had to start in running back. And so I said, okay, I'll, 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 I'll move into the slot, and that's how I played. So my versatility came is because in high school I played wide receiver.
0: Oh, okay. I played wide okay.
1: receiver like you know my, my 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 sophomore year, and then you know when, when we would when we go empty, you know I will be the empty empty receiver. You know what I mean running running the route. So so that's where the versatility came. And then when I go to West Virginia, and oh, before I get there, my senior year, again it's never easy for me. My senior year I tore my ACL mm-hmm. in high school. First the second, so I tore we so I stepped in a hole in camp and I hyperextended my knee. And then, you know, I put a brace on and, you know, missed a couple days practice. And then, you know, the first game come around. You know, I, mean, I had four touchdowns in the first game. Second game, I had two touchdowns in the first quarter. Second quarter, I'm returning a punt, and I tear my ACL. So I'm out for the whole season. And now I'm like, damn, I got to go back to the block. Like, what am I ever going to do? Like, I, I mean, my yeah. mind is like, it's racing. Like, I mean, what, what am I going to do, man? Back then, and then, there used to
0: be a lifelong – like you never really
1: came back from ACL tears back didn't, then. You didn't, bro. And 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 the guy, the guy that we went, so we went to one guy. He was like, "What we're gonna do is we're gonna take some of your hamstring and then we're gonna put it into your ACL." And then we were like, "Nah." That he was like, "You might not play. You you know, it's just a fifty-fifty chance." So then we went over to Philly, which you know the Eagles was right over right over the bridge from us. So we went to the Eagles doctor, Dr. Bartolozzi. He was like, "Look, this is like a spring angle right now." Like you know what we do, you'll be back in no time. And in my mind, I'm like, he gave me hope. Like, yeah, that I can do it. I'm gonna do it. So, so then you know what I mean? I would I would go to therapy every day. Um, you know, and again, it's different. It's different. Like now, when I see people in college and professional that tear the ACL, it's a totally different you know regimen. But I mean, I would go and you know, I, I remember because I was in my right leg. So you're not supposed to drive if you if you you know what I mean if you do that. And we had a Corvette at the time. And I was scared of the Corvette because, you know, Eddie, who was the, who was the son, he spent out a couple of times. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, I don't even want to drive it. I mean, I ain't just <laughs> driving on this leg. And they're like, you know, you need to drive this Corvette. You need to, you know, you need to go to go to your therapy. And I'm like, I'm driving the, the Corvette to therapy. And in my mind, I'm like, I'm, 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 I'm going to play again. And then, you know, because of my junior year and the relationships that that school had, um, so me and an offensive lineman, we both went to West Virginia. So we, you know, we had two people from the same school, and we already had like four people from from West, I mean, from Holy Cross at that school. So that's kind of how I got to uh, West Virginia. And then, you know, my first year, I redshirted. We had Amos Amazero a- way there. Yeah, he was a dog. Like, I
0: mean, he was, I mean, yes, he he was, was like uh, Barry yeah.
1: Sanders to me. I was like, man, this dude is amazing. And and again. In my mind, I'm like, there aren't very many people that's better than me, but I'm like, this guy right here, <laughs> he got it. Like, he was the person that I was like, because I went there as a junior, and, and it was funny because we went, you know, I would go up a couple years, because my coach, he coached at West Virginia, too. So, it was that relationship that they had. I mean, torn ACL, when you can go get somebody else without a torn ACL, that, you know, that that can go do it. And they, they yeah. gave me a shot, man. They gave me a shot, and that's why I love I love West Virginia, because they didn't you know our coach you know coach don neely he didn't have to he didn't have to do that you know what i mean but he took a shot on me and you know my 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 freshman year i red shirted and then my my sophomore i mean my red shirt freshman year yeah. you know they were like okay it's a competition and they had a guy it's crazy bro like they had a guy who was the starter who who played he, he was going to be the starter he played a year before and he got busted for drugs. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, it was like, we just going to move this. We're going to move everybody out the way so that you can win, bro. Yeah.
0: And, and God, God he'll do like, it.
1: God, I mean, and he was like, look, this is your time. So my coach was like, look, I don't want you looking over your shoulder. You know, this is your job. You go out. If you get tired, come on out. You know, you're the man. You, you are a guy. So. Before you so- get into to West Virginia, I just want to talk about one thing
0: real quick. Mm-hmm. The transferring from, all the trouble, all the – constantly overcoming hurdles, uh, obstacles from moving in uh, with a different family to going to a different school to all the things that you're constantly overcoming, the ACL injury. What was the mindset when you finally got out of Camden, when you finally got out of New Jersey? What was the mindset? Like, did you feel like you had made it at that point when you stepped on campus at West Virginia? Was it like a relief to you that, like – whew, maybe that's in the past now. Or or was it still, you know what, I still got to create it?
1: Right? Yeah, I mean, it's funny. Like, I I, I listen to uh, I listened to Michael Jordan's story, mm-hmm. and I'm like how he always had something to, to motivate.
0: motivate
1: I always created an option. Ob- I mean, I had a knee brace, and then there was another guy that they had in front of me. And so my thing was like, I don't care if I had a knee brace or not. Like, this dude ain't better than me. Like, Amos is better than me. I mean, he's a beast. Like, yeah. I mean... But this guy ain't better. So I, I, so once I got to West, it was never. I never, like, I never ever thought I was, I was, I have made it. Like I never thought that until I got to Montreal. To be honest with you, I never thought mm-hmm. I'd made it until I got to Montreal and and was a starting running back for yeah, in two thousand eight. Like I was grinding like my entire life. I never thought I made it to where I, I didn't have to work. And 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 I think that was kind of a, a what separated because again. I was 5'8", I ran a 4'6", vertical jump, maybe 32, like, I mean, I just, I didn't have, but what I had is what nobody can, 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 you cannot measure, you can't measure my heart, you can't measure my passion, like, and the fact that I was tough, like, that was the biggest thing that separated me from everybody else, like, I don't care who you were, I'm gonna hit you in the mouth, like, I'm gonna hit you in the mouth first, like, I don't care about trying to, I'm gonna hit you in the mouth, I need you to feel me, like, once you feel me you know where I'm coming from, now we can we can vibe now. Now see, I got to. See, this is, this is why like,
0: there's just certain players I wish I could have suited up with. Right? Because I had the same mentality. And like, just to see that mentality of just like, I don't care what you say I can't do. When we get right. out here, I'm gonna show you what I'm gonna do. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's just the mentality that you had that, but you know, we talk about sports. But so many people can carry this over to life, right? All the hurdles that you're going over in sports. But this is life for everybody else. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? The passion that you have to succeed, the passion you have and the drive you had that allowed you to make it to West Virginia, to the NFL, to the CFL. People can do this in life to get mm-hmm. to college or to get to wherever because there's always a way. You might not know the way. Right. You know what I'm saying? But That's true. But you gotta you gotta keep grinding, you gotta keep believing and you gotta keep on that path to success. I mean, you, you look at it like you said, you know, stealing cars and doing this and doing that, and you found like you got a way out. But everybody's not gonna get that same way out, right? But they still can create the ways because of the relationships they build and the way they care themselves. Right? That's- If you'd have carried yourself differently, they would have never asked you to move
1: in. That's what I I, I don't, I mean, to be honest with you, I don't know how I carried myself. I just knew, I just knew for a fact, I'm like, I don't know how they, I don't know why they're saying I can move in with them. I mean, and and I'm young, I'm like, well, can I move in with y'all? Like, and, 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 you know, my mom, she didn't like it. I mean, you never like, never like losing your son. But I'm like, mom, this is something I got to do. Like, you know what I mean? I mean, and again, I mean me and my mom's relationship is is ten times better. it's not great, but I mean I'm like you're the reason why this is happening now anyway like you yeah, know what yeah. i mean if if you would have been more stable, I would have been in a better stable environment, but now it's topsy turvy, and we're gonna we gonna make it do what it do, so man, you are exactly right bro like there there's no wrong way to win, yeah,
0: but you just gotta
1: yeah. be it, there's 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 uh uh factors that that play into it. And I think the biggest factor that plays into success is focus. Like, I think you have to be focused on what it is that you want. If you're not focused, like, every you can have passion, you can have charisma, you can have work ethic, you can have all that. But if you're not focused, like, I was focused. Like, my, my only focus was, look, I am not going to live like my mom. I'm not going to do that. Or mm. my dad. Like, and my focus was really – to, to get out of that. And then once they, once they said, okay, you can play football, I'm like, blinders on, I'm going to win at this. I'm going to win. Like, my focus is just winning. Like, I don't, I don't care how we do it. Because if if my team wins, I'm going to win. Like, especially if I'm the starter. If yeah. my team wins, I'm going to win. Like, I, I might not be the best player. But if my team wins, I'm going to win. So, so and that's that's what I think that key ingredient for, for me was really just to focus. Because when everybody else was going out hanging out, I was in my mirror, like okay, fourteen, and that was our inside zone play. Like we ran inside zone, crazy. I'm like, okay, and, and I saw it, like I I, I saw myself, I s because they was all out, you know, partying with the chicks, and and I was like, I'm I'm literally telling you, I was in my mirror Friday night, you know, what I mean, I, I you know, I, I went I went went downstairs, you know, they, they we had a party bus in West Virginia that they take them downtown from from. From tower. Yeah. To and I'm like, all right, y'all, y'all be good, man. I'm going, I'm you know I me, mean? I'm gonna I'm gonna go upstairs, I'm chilling, I'm gonna play the game. But I ain't play no game. I went in my room and was in my mirror with my with my plays. I'm like, I got my plays right here and I'm in my mirror saying, Okay, 14, okay, uh, thirty-six, okay, and I'm running these plays over and over, okay, the the line slanted, okay, I'm gonna bounce it, okay. You know, they they you know, he bull rush. Okay. Jump cut, hit it. I, I did that. Like I was truly focused on being a starter at West Virginia. Like I didn't care what I, I was going to start, like my focus was like, I want to be the man period. And I focused on that. Bro. And, and I'm, I mean, I, I don't know how it came to fruition, but I intently focused. Like when they went out, I went, I mean, again, I went out too. like my, my, it was a, it was a, a young guy's dad. Like it was a, um, he was a backup at Holy Cross. His dad was like, you know when when you're when you're in control of your destiny is when you can do things that everybody else is doing, but then go back to, to what you you know what you automatically want to do. So I would go out with him too, and like right when it gets popping, he's like, if you can leave when it gets popping, you know you're in control. So I would go out to the clubs and you know, take the bus and and I would have, you know, my cab money and said, Okay. I'ma hit y'all. I mean, it's just getting popping. The chicks is coming in. I mean, everything is. I'm like, all right, boom. I'm out. Like, I'm I'm going to my room because this is this is when I know I'm gonna win because I'm like, this ain't this ain't what I want to be. I want to be. Yeah. I, I, and and bro, I did that. I did that for for the whole entire winter. The whole entire winter when everybody was partying, I'm kicking it. I'm I'm kicking it in my room by myself in my mirror, running my plays. And I think that focus was really what took me to the next level and, and gave me the shot that everybody else didn't. I mean, because there was two guys that, that played my freshman year that, um and, and again, it's crazy, bro. Like we in West Virginia. So I'm competing for the starting job. And there's a guy who's probably got a heads up on me going into camp. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. he played the year before. He plays a true freshman. Um and And, you know, this cat caught the hiccups. The whole camp, it wasn't like a hiccup. It was like, <gasps> like, <laughs> like, you didn't like, that pressure. For like, two weeks straight. Like, he couldn't even, he couldn't do nothing. Like, he had the hiccups. Like, I'm like, what? Like, I'm telling you, God was like, you're going to win at this because you were disciplined, you focused, and, and you did it. This cat had to hiccup for two weeks straight, bro. Like, two weeks straight. And, I mean, he was like my, my real competition because he played, the year before, and I hate the fact they made they made me room. I, I told him next year, like I don't want a room with another running back because you know you know how you try to get your edge. Like yeah, you, you see them sleep. I'm like, I'm gonna get me 15, 20 push <laughs> <laughs> He was though. He was So he see me hitting push-ups, He gonna do push-ups. I'm like, yo, coach, don't don't put me in another room where I'm competing right now. We cool, but I'm competing right now. I don't want I don't want him trying to do what I'm doing. You know what I'm saying? So. You know, I'm trying to get an edge. I see him sleep. I'm like, I'm gonna roll over and, and hit me, you know, get me a quick 50 in. Cause I mean, he ain't do it. I did it. I'm better than him. In my mind, I'm like, I, I'm winning. Like I'll
0: work everybody.
1: Right. I'm like, he sleep, I'm working. I'm working. And 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 I was like, yo, you can't put me in a room with another, another tailback. And then they put me in the room with a fullback, and this cat snored like a I'm like, yo, first. <laughs> you know I mean. So so yeah, bro, man, it was it was a uh, it was a uh, it was crazy for me, man. It was crazy, but you know, I, I I serve a good God, man, and He always makes a way for me, man. That's why I'm I'm never stressed, like
0: yeah, and,
1: like I should be stressed at times, like, but I'm just never stressed because I know, like, I serve an awesome God who's always gonna make a way because I am focused, I'm diligent, I'm disciplined, I'm just living His principles. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and, and, and He always makes a way for me, fam.
0: Man, that's that's a a true blessing, you know, because when you talk about just that passion and that focus that you had, man, like, I wish I had that, right? I wish I would have had, like, growing up where I grew up, I was always a starter. I was always one of the fastest. I was always one of the best. And it was like I didn't have to ever work for it. When -hmm. I went to college, um, I remember a guy, Juan Bedoya, who was – we were both freshman receivers. Uh, we had nine freshman receivers come in. There was only four spots on the on the traveling squad. We ran the option, and right. So we had a senior, a junior, a sophomore, and then nine people, nine freshmen competing for that last job. That's when I fell in love with competition. Like mm-hmm. I never loved football like that. I just knew it, but I fell in love with competition. And at that yeah. moment, competing for that fourth job every day that consumed me of being better than someone. Right? right. Because in, in high school, I never had to work. Right. Like, I'm going to go score. I'm going to go do what I do. I was just naturally gifted. I never right. had to go and outwork people. I didn't, you know what I'm saying? I never had, I wouldn't say I had a bad childhood. Like, I live with my grandparents and mom and dad was in my life, but it's one of those things where I wasn't waking up to go outwork anybody. Right. I was just going to show up and be better.
1: Right. right. Absolutely. Yeah. And
0: then when I got to college, it was like, I fell in love with competition, but then you, you could actually see it. Because where I went from my freshman year to my senior year, that changed my life completely. And the, the whole direction of my life was changed because of that one word, competition. Because now I didn't care who you were. I didn't care what you said, what you – let's do it. Right. I'll, I'll compete with anybody on any stage at any time because that's just what – that's just what I do now. You know, and that's the, that carried me over to the mentality of, of coming to Canada uh, was just that, like, oh, y'all going to see me. You don't know who I am, but that's okay. But you're going to see me, you know what I'm saying?
1: Absolutely.
0: And, I but true. I just think, like, Mark Quay asked me a question on the last podcast, like, if I wouldn't have lived my life like I did as far as going out and drinking all the time and uh, being a party guy, right? I partied a lot off the field, but it never affected me on the field. It was just, like, how I kind of rewarded myself for for doing what I did, right? So I was always going to hang out. I was always going to party. Um, and and I was like, no, I don't think I, I could have been better. I think I would have lost some weight if I would have stopped drinking as much because I didn't eat, really. But now when you talk, I was like, I think I would have been a hell of a lot better if I'd have had your attitude earlier. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like the, the grind that you had, the the mentality that you took into everything you did, and that you still take into everything you do now. It's just a whole different it's a whole different animal. Uh when you go into something, no, you can't fail as long as you're involved with it. You know what I'm saying? Right. You're not gonna yeah. let yourself fail. And you know that God gonna take care of everything that He needs to take care of, but right. you're gonna put the work in, you're gonna you're gonna stay focused and you're gonna do everything that you need to do, that you can do to be successful. Man, that's just so powerful because I just learned so much. And like, and this is the the special part about this podcast, man, is like doing this and seeing other guys' journeys, uh, but also feeling their passion and understanding how they were able to create success in their world. I think it's so powerful because nobody has the same story
1: yeah right,
0: right. Nobody has the same story, and what is that what is that, like you said, that key ingredient that allowed you to say, "I can overcome this hurdle, right? Mm-hmm. Every time there was a roadblock, I can overcome this. Every time like, man, it just keeps happening. maybe this is not for me. You know how many times you tell yourself that in the back of your mind, Maybe this is not for me. Maybe I'm not supposed to do this. You know what I'm saying?
1: You know what I don't think I don't think I've ever said that like I, like business wise that's the only time I've ever said maybe this is not for me like I, in sports I was like I don't I that's this is my way out like yeah bro like I, I mean I saw so much man like you know what I mean you 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 come home you see your mom and dad fighting you see your, you see your, your your sisters fighting you see your, you see you know I'm fighting every day I'm Like, bro, like my life is a fight. Like, I'm I mean, I'm I'm putting these up like hundred percent of the time. Like, there's no I, I my wife is like, why you do stuff, why it gotta be so hard with you all the time? I'm like, I don't know, but that's just how it is. I don't want it to be hard. Like again, I never had uh 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 a four three like or four four speed. Like yeah, a whole CFL, I never had a four four, like most of the linebackers probably fastest me, if not faster. But at the same time, I'm it's like you know, I just, I just, I just knew I'm like, I, I'm, I'm, gonna make it. Like, I knew the fight was happening. Like, I, I wanted, I wanted to be, I wanted to be that guy that that goes like, I wanted to be the guy that, that goes um 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 ninety yard touchdown. Yeah. That just wasn't me. Yeah. I'm, gonna give, I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna give you two forties and a ten and cover the day. <laughs> yep, I, I knew I wasn't gonna go ninety. Like ninety would have been easy. Because I'm I'm getting into the oh I make you I mean my feet was phenomenal you know what I mean I had strength but I just didn't have that that ninety I, I couldn't give you ninety I mean yeah. I might give you a sixty but I'm gonna consistently give you a forty like if yeah. you look at all my tape bro I'm gonna give you like nobody can run with me for forty yards after forty you are gonna come get me <laughs> you gonna, you're gonna come get me I don't
0: know, babe. I feel you're you. Gonna, I feel you hundred percent. I oh. remember we played John in 2010 and, uh, in Calgary, and Rambo caught a slant for 100. Oh,
1: 100, yeah. I, yeah, I remember that. He caught
0: a slant for 100, and he came to sidelines. And we used to always try to outdo each other, right? Me, Rambo, Colt, Rombie. We used to always yeah. talk trash to each other on the sideline. like, you're not going to have the best play today. I'm going to get you. And Rambo caught that, uh, that slant for 100. Right. I said, look, you know I can't go 100. <laughs> I said, my next catch inside 40, I'm scoring. And that was the one I ran over a stale.
1: Oh, that was terrible.
0: I caught that that one in the flat and I ran over a stale and I broke it back and and ended up scoring. That was a
1: hell of a play, bro.
0: That was motivation because I told Rambo, he's not going to have the best play in this game. Right. Right. That's That's how we competed. Like, we didn't, we compete with each other. We didn't, like, I'm not worried about who we're playing against. Right. I'm competing with you. You know what I'm saying? Rambo, like, for me, I think Rambo is the most talented receiver I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. You know, cause he was four-two. He he could run routes. He could do everything that you wanted. He was explosive, and, and did things, man. But yeah, it was a constant competition, man, with him and Coat, man. That's Ohio State yeah. and Tennessee. Here I am, a yeah. Division II walk-on. Like, you gotta <laughs> see me too. <laughs>
1: hey, you ain't gonna forget about me, bro. No, that ain't gonna happen. You going you gonna see me? But I mean, bro, that he did go a hundred. But I was like, damn. Yo, he just ran through, buddy, right now. (laughs) That that was terrible. And you know what? I I was kind of chuckling on the inside because Estelle was probably our – he was definitely our best corner. But he just didn't work. Like, he – and again, like, you on my team, you got to have my mentality. I know you – I mean, everybody has their talent. But if you don't have my mentality, we got friction. And he didn't work all the time. Like, when you don't work all the time, it's going to be friction. And I'm going to tell you about it. And and I think that's why that's, I mean, again, everywhere I've been, I've, I've created a culture everywhere I've been, whether it's Holy Cross, whether it's Cherry Hill West, where, whether it's, um, um, even, even at the Detroit Lions, like, yeah, I wasn't a star. I wasn't even, I was, but people like, they was like, damn, this little dude is working. You know what I'm saying? The culture, like, and again, I wasn't. I wasn't used to all that losing. I mean, we we didn't go to zero and sixteen. That was the year after me. But I was like, we we lose. We win in three games. And the reason why is our star player, who's a D lineman, he don't work. Yeah, Like, and I'm like, bro, like, I, I don't know how you do it. He's like, you might not even be here tomorrow. I say, you know what? I might not be here tomorrow, but you will, and you're gonna continue to lose because of the way you work. Mm. I mean, and again, he could have been like, yo, get him out of here, like. Cause he was a star. I'm like, bro, you don't work, man. Like you lazy. Like and for me, like when you ran him over, I was like, oh, that felt so good. I swear like <laughs> I swear, like I was like, oh, oh, I mean, because he just didn't work, man. Like it just burnt me up. Like he was so fast. You know what I mean? He had talent.
0: Super talented. He
1: just didn't work, man. I was like, you killing us because you don't wanna like like when, I don't know if you've ever watched our film like on offense, but if you watch if you watch the way we play, like if, if you didn't have the ball, if you wasn't running to the ball, like if you wasn't running to the ball, we on you. Like, yeah. I'm on you. Like, it ain't gotta be we. I'm on get to the ball. Like that's that was our mentality. Like, I don't care who got the ball, we run into the ball. Everybody, all 12 of us running, and he didn't do that on defense. And I mean, I was in his ass. All the time because he was just lazy, man. And I couldn't, I I couldn't, I couldn't fathom the fact that you're talented, you're playing a game, and you're getting paid, and you're lazy. Like, like me and you, we would have bumped heads. Like, I'd have been like, look, bro, like we would have fought. Like, so Stevie Bags, me and him, we fought because you know what I mean. (laughs) He worked hard though, but we just fought because I mean, I'm and again, our personalities was the same. So, you know, we clashed like. I, I just want to win, man, and and if yeah. you you're not, like, I, all I want to do is win. Like, I don't care. I don't have to be the show, but I want to win. We, we were talking for goddamn two hours now. You, I mean, you, you <laughs> let me go. You know I can talk, bro. You let me go. I'm gonna go, fam. I'm gonna I'm a go. So, so yeah, man, it just, it just when you ran him over, bro, I was like, you know, I shouldn't have been happy, but I was happy. I was like, damn, he got his ass. I'm glad he got it. <laughs> Crazy as hell. Like, <laughs> Bro, I'm telling you, I was I was geeked up. When but when
0: you work daddy. for something so hard, and you, like, I don't think you give yourself enough credit about how athletic you were, and probably still are. Man, you were a hell of a bat. Like you could do so much. You know what I'm saying? And like you were the the hybrid, and you really kind of before your time. Like if you were in today's game, where it's more spread open and everything like that, dude, you're, you know what I'm saying? You're you're a 15 million dollar guy a year to do what you I, do. I, you know what man, I'm saying I, because <laughs> because I mean you were you really were I played old school. i played eighties nineties eighties football, right yeah. I had the mentality I'm just gonna go out there and be a dog, I'm gonna go out <laughs> there and just try to punish people all day, like you played the game in a way where at the time like you only really had Marshall Fogg doing it right right outside of item. marshall there really you know uh my boy a b on is is you know similar to that. Yeah, so
1: he he actually they would call me Avion because really? he was in Detroit. He was in Detroit the year the year before me. Yeah. And they would call me Avion. I'm like, bro, my name is Avon. They're like, no, Avion. I'm like, no, bro. My name is Avon. Like, so he was actually in Detroit the year before I was. And they I think I don't know where he went, but he went then to the Rams. I came. Yeah, so I came in right after him. Yeah, um, and and I was that guy, and and you know they would always come like I don't even know who this cat is, but they would always call me Avion.
0: Avion was cold, man. He he returned and and played running back, and son he's a little bit bigger than you, but at the same time, it's still one of those um one of those guys that like even myself, like coming out in the slot, like
1: yeah,
0: I knew I was a slot receiver my whole career, right? And even if I went into went to chose to go to the NFL in two thousand six when I got offered, but I mean at the time there was only Brandon Stokely Right, right. Wes Walker wasn't doing what he's doing, and
1: My I am like, just
0: athletically, I'm way more athletic than those guys. But it's just would I go down there to do it? Right, right. And when I was having success in the CFL, I was like, no, nah, I'm stay here.
1: Right, I'm with so, you.
0: Yeah, you
1: yeah. Know. I'm with you, hundred on that.
0: Hey, you seen New Jersey Drive? <laughs> yeah, I did. Yeah. You like that movie?
1: It's a good representation of New Jersey. I mean, at the time, yeah. At the time, I mean, bro, like. I mean, so so my thing was I never, like, I was kind of the bully of the bunch. So everybody was scared of me. Smallest guy
0: is always the bully, man.
1: So I was the bully of the bunch. And, and I mean, because again, I had hands. I would I would knock people out. Like, people ain't want to see me. Like, when I got mad or we was about to fight, they're like, oh, nah, I, I ain't messing with, I, I'm crazy. Like, so, so New Jersey Drive, like, I never knew how to, like, crack a car up and nothing like that. But they would always steal the cars. I'm like, all right, I'm driving this one. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm 13, 14 years old. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm driving this one. I'm I'm getting a New Yorker or, or I'm getting, you know what I'm saying? Like, like I, I had, I had little goons like, Hey, go, let's go get this car. Like I, I ain't trying to walk. I ain't trying to walk nowhere. Like let's go get this whip. <laughs> and I mean, we would just go get whips. Like it was crazy, bro. Like that's, that was, that was, that was life for me, man. That was life. Like, before, before, before I even seen New Jersey Drive, I was like, "Damn, like, we, we was doing this, y'all, like, <laughs> it's crazy, like." And, and for me, man, that, that was, um, that that was life, man. I did, I did see the movie. It, um, it, 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 it was, it was a fair representation about the time when I, when I was a young boy in them streets. Uh,
0: that's awesome. Hey, I see you got some stuff behind you. What's the football over there? I guess that's to your right. You got oh, right the football here. and the trophy? Yeah. What football is that?
1: Yeah. So, so this was, um, so I, it's crazy I started this. So, this was, um, this was our Music City Bowl. Okay. This was, a, um, a bowl game that we had. And I was like, I was like, because they had these on the table. They had these on the table. So, this is everybody from, I think this was 2000 and 2002. Um, this is everybody from 2002 that, um, no, I think this was 2000. This was 2000. Everybody from the 2000 team, like we, you had a little, you know, you got to those luncheons. Yeah. The luncheons, and and was this was sign. this was on the table. So I grabbed it and I got everybody to sign it from that year. You know awesome. what I'm saying? So so, and I started doing that. So I don't know. I don't, so here's my here's my. Turn over here. So I started doing that. Like that was that was kind of my my thing. So. I oh, got awesome. like great cup balls. You know, this was like this is Edmonton, like all my touchdown balls. I got I got like the whole team to sign all my all my touchdown balls. Um awesome. breakups. You know what I'm saying? I was like, I'm I'm a so what is this? Yeah, two thousand ten, this is our back to back year. So never done that
0: before. Never done did that y'all before. Go <laughs> you know what? We should have played each other oh eight, nine, and ten. You know we were the two best teams in the league.
1: Absolutely.
0: Y'all wouldn't have won in ten.
1: Oh, bro. We probably you remember?
0: what's it was it? You remember 2010? I mean. We beat y'all like 55 to 13 or something like that. Yeah, and that's then, in Calgary. Then the next week, y'all beat us like 57 to like 18 yeah, and, or something.
1: Uh, in like Montreal. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
0: bro, was that, so that was,
1: crazy. That was that was nasty, man. That was nasty. Yo, I swear, I, I, that was. I never like that was like a college rivalry for me when we played y'all, bro. Beach that was the best college- in the West. Bro, I swear I hated Calgary, bro. Like, I like, I had a, I like, I mean, I went and played Montreal for three years. I represented. I mean, I couldn't do it, bro. Like, if, if, I just could, like, I (laughs) just, you'd have loved it there, though. Really? Bro, I I mean, you know what? I, you know what I love? I loved, y'all had, y'all city was like clean. Like, Montreal was dope. Like, Montreal, I think, was the dopest city. Calgary was voted (laughs) the cleanest city in the world one year when I was there. Bro, it, it was so clean, like, I, cause you know we we, we stayed in that Weston, so I would walk to that little strip you guys had. see, no and, trash, no trash, bro. I was like, this is this is awesome, you know what I mean? And and I I love, bro, I love Earls. Y'all Earls is always yeah. pop. Earls for
0: the girls.
1: And the Earls is the Earls. <laughs> <laughs> Earls. Oh, hey, what's all. that? Uh, what's that
0: one behind you? The the plaque behind you. Right here. Yeah. You got one black right there. Was it say? Right here. Right here. Yeah, yeah.
1: So this is this is actually my Hall of Fame, my West Virginia Hall of Fame plaque, man. Congratulations. Thank you, man. This is this is this is probably one of my biggest accomplishments next to, um, you know, winning championships at at uh, awesome. at uh at uh Montreal, bro. This is like you still I'm got the record at West Virginia for the career? Yeah, I do. I do. I'm it for a while because. They ain't really. I mean, you gotta have five thousand yards. Yeah, I, like I seen 5, Steve Slayton broke your broke your single season record.
0: What's yeah. the one beside that? The black, the black right there. Yeah, that.
1: So this is um, this is. I, so I moved a couple of times and his arms fell off. Uh, <laughs> this, is, this is the award. This is the workout award that that every every West Virginian wants to win. This is this is our uh, Iron Mountaineer. So I won it in two thousand. Awesome. Um and i mean every mountaineer wants to win one of these if if you if you working out you want to win this you want to be so at at in 2000 i was like the best like all around like 40 time you know 40 time uh, benching you know uh every squat and all that yeah so i i was the best at my weight class in that so i mean I, some of his arms broke off but <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it goes like this and yeah, his arms broke off on me, but yeah, this is this is this is this is the pride and joy when you work out. Like you got yeah, it. Yeah,
0: that's awesome. You
1: know, what I see you got
0: the kids and the wife up there, man. I hey, man, that's awesome. I'm proud of, I'm proud of you, man, for everything that you went through and everything you overcame. That's 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 awesome.
1: But the best is yet to come, though, baby. The I'll best
0: is yet to come. What man? do you got the going best. on now with the COVID? How's it? How's the business so, and everything? I mean,
1: bro, things is things is booming right now, man. It is absolutely booming. I'm busy as hell, like. You know, I, I, so, so I'm in, ai have a, so my company is called Primerica that I'm working in. Yep, then I'm yep. also, also, cause we don't do mortgages. So, um, so now I got into a mortgage company. So now I'm just like, I'm doing loans. I'm, I got my, 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 my business blowing. I mean, it's just crazy. So I got to keep up with my, my agents that I got working with me. And now I got my, my mortgage thing booming, bro. I'm, I, I just thank God, man. I, I was, so yeah. I was actually working with the YMCA um, last year. And then, you know, I just made the move, um, in February and February is right when the, the, you know, the COVID really started b- blowing up. So, um, I was like, man, like, you know, me and my wife, we talked about it. We prayed about it. And I'm like, I think it's time for me to, you know, cause I mean, for me, all every, every athlete wants, want other athletes to kind of know what they know. And I was yep. in a great position, um, at the YMCA. Like I was a director. Um, you know, I, I was really the marketing, like I was marketing guy. But then I was more of the business development. So I would go out and talk to all the CEOs um, in the area about the YMCA to have them bring their employees and give us money. Um, and it, it just, you know, I, I, I like doing that. But I, I wanted to work with the kids. And then, you know, our CEO left, and and I mean, he was like, he wanted me to be the CEO, and I'm like, I don't really want to because. I don't really like our board because the board kind of dictates what you can and cannot do. And yeah, I'm like, I'm not, yeah. that's not, that's not a, that's not a, I don't like being told what to do. So, so I said, I'm out. Then I jumped into the mortgages, man. And um, the mortgage game has been phenomenal. Like, good. I mean, it's, it's booming. I mean, a co. I mean, my primary business is booming. Um, You know, it, it's, it's, it's just been a, it's just been a, a God has been good, man. He moved me when he needs to move me, man. I'm telling you. It's you just know, I'll be like, calling you soon
0: to partner on some stuff, man. Like, when I'm building this media company and doing this stuff, man, like, like um, and, you know, uh, one of the things is, like, I always want to help athletes too and ex-athletes and current athletes and and to put this together. But, you know, a lot of people are going to need financial stuff. And I know, like, you, Mo Leggett, um, and guys like that that are in uh, financials. Right. And that's one of the biggest things is like to have guys, you know, I want to put on retreats for players and, and things like that to, to have no. ex-players come in and show them like
1: you do this. You, you said do it. the financial. You said, financial. you said it, you said it. So it's not, it's not to talk to the kid, not to yeah. talk to the players. It's to show them. Yeah. I mean, up? how many times, and this, this is why I love what I do because I'm able to actually show people what I'm doing. Not, you know, I don't care if I do it for you this is what this is how it changed my life yeah because yeah. again I, I if I I was in a league making four hundred thousand dollars a year you know and, and I just didn't know that I mean you can't tell me I'm 25 I'm making four hundred like you can't tell me nothing like you work for me shut up like yeah. just yeah. young dumb and immature so I didn't have anybody early enough to talk to me about what I, everybody told me when you make it make sure you save your money but nobody actually showed me. Yeah, and, and, and my passion, man, is to show people how to do it. Like, look, I don't have to do it. Do it yourself. Let, yeah. me, let me get you licensed. You go do your own stuff. I don't need to do it. Mm-hmm. I, but, again, if you're winning, I'm winning because I ain't got to worry about you coming to my crib. Yep. You know what I'm saying? I ain't got to worry about you bringing your crew and and disrupting my family in some way. You know, might be my cousin. might be my uncle. You know what I'm saying? If you focus on saying, okay – and that's what happens, man. You get these young kids that, that nobody's teaching them how to do nothing. They get all this money, and it's like, you know, what what, what I'm going to do with it? Like, I, I'm going to do what I want. But, no, that's not – I'm, I'm going to show you how to put this money into place and let it just and, – and let that money grow for you. Like you, you know said earlier, branding. You know, branding yourself. Yeah. And I tell – you know,
0: I was one of the first guys on Twitter, and I wish I knew then – like I know now about branding and and different things, because guess what? At the end of the day, I've already talked to guys that are active on social media. And I said, man, social media is not for you to just state your opinion. Everybody else can. Social media is for you to build your brand and solidify who you are and what you do. Right. So putting ex-athletes and putting business people in place to do retreats to have athletes come in and learn and see it done. And one, it could help your business. But two, the biggest thing that we're going to do is we're going to build a culture of athletes that are going to be branded and are going to have something whole that they will use for the rest of their life. Like we, like, you sign up for something that you know you're only going to play for a year. And if you're lucky, 10 years. If you're even luckier, 20 years, right? You can't play it longer. No right. matter what you do, no matter how hard you go, it's going to end. Some, eventually. So why not build it and why not brand it at an early age or while you're in college or while you're in you know, your first couple years in the league to then build something that will sustain you for the rest of your life? And it's not just throwing money out and say, well, I'm investing money. Mm-mm. Right? Learning how to be a business guy. Learn how to really invest in the and get the most out
1: of it. Facts, bro. Like, I mean, don't you wish you had these conversations with the with the fifteen year old you? <laughs> <And> you, <laughs> you oh, I wouldn't it? listen. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I, you understood it, I, nobody would have listened. Like, yeah. But it's like, I, like that's it. Like, how do we get the, That's the key. Like, if we can, if we can get them to listen, because you think you're when you just what you just said, nobody believes. Yeah. Nobody believes they're not gonna play for twenty years. You know I mean, they, people think they're going to play for three years, but they're not even going to play for three years. Yeah. You know, people think – I mean, again, I, I mean, we were fortunate. Like, I yeah. played for 10 years. Like, nobody does that. Yeah, I got 14 like, in. Nobody does that. Like, nobody does that. You know what I mean? You got to be special. And think about this. You, you, are, you are American. Like, especially playing in the CFL, playing American football, where there's limited spots – and you are an American where they're going to bring in Americans just to compete with you. Yep. I mean, 180, they, they,
0: 180 Americans play every, every week. Think
1: right. about
0: that. 180. Crazy.
1: That's crazy.
0: You got to be one of 180.
1: You got to be one of the millions. <laughs> I mean, you you think about the people that's on on Twitter, putting their videos up, working out. I'm like, damn, bro. Like, like I didn't even have to do all that. Like and and I don't know why I didn't have to do it, but I just thank God I didn't have to do it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But what you said, man, if we can, if we can, whatever that secret sauce is, to get, and, and I think I and, and I don't know, I, I think it has to start at home. Yeah. I, I think that that's the key. Like you're talking to a 15 year old. Once they're once they're 25, and they haven't been talked to when they were when they were 15 by their parents. Or by somebody that that they that they truly trust, yeah. It's the chances of of getting them is 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 gone. So so you know you gotta you gotta. It's hard work though. That's the thing. Like I'm not gonna lie. Like I, I wanna I want to, but that's just work that I don't know if I want to do. Because yeah, this
0: is a it's a process. But I hopefully hopefully the young athletes that listen to this podcast, right? Um, even young people in general. I mean, it don't have to just be sports. But hopefully people. Can can listen to this and understand? It's not going to be easy, but you got to put some in it. You can't yeah. just go to the bank and deposit. I mean, go to the bank and and, and withdraw money if you ain't never put it no on deposit in there. Absolutely, you know what I'm saying?
1: <laughs> and they don't realize. I mean, again, I didn't. I don't know about you, but I didn't realize. It. I didn't realize the work that I put in to get to where I, to, you know, to get to the NFL, to get to college, to get to. You know, I, I don't. I, you just don't realize. You just wake up and you're. Oh, I'm I'm here now. Yeah. Because you forget about all, all that work that you put in. It's like, oh, it's Saturday. It's game day today. Yeah. But those summers, like, I started realizing it in 2008. Like, damn, like, I'm gonna bust my ass this summer and watch what it do for me for the for the for the rest of the time. Like, yep. I'm just gonna yep. I'm I'm gonna build those blocks. And I'm telling you, when when I step on that field, they're gonna be like. I'm I'm like they going they gonna say I'm the starter like yep. the, the coaches ain't gonna have a chance to 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 choose because I'm a separated and if I get Nick Lewis talking about damn Avon out there getting it I mean if if he's saying it like I mean I got Jay Rich, I got SJ, I got AC What K Watt they say they say, they say yeah. like damn Avon I don't know what I don't know what's into him. So if they saying it in their meeting rooms. And then they say it in our team meeting room. I ain't got to say nothing.
0: Yeah,
1: like exactly. the coaches, you you they can't cut me. Like the coaches can't because I'm killing it right now. Yeah. Like I'm killing like like and that's how I branded myself. Like my first year, I was on special teams. They was like, Who is this sixth? I'm like, this guy, this guy is running all over the place. He is he is I'm like, that's me, coach. You know what I'm saying? And then, <laughs> then I get, you know, because I'm a, I'm a rookie in the league, but I mean I've been to the NFL and, and all that, but they're like, who is six? Like every my goal, every, and if the little kids, and this is a long ass, uh, this is a long ass podcast. You better cut this. Um, <laughs> no, they're gonna listen because it's all good. So, 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 kids, if there's anything that I can, I can give you some knowledge on as you're trying to develop yourself into the player you want to be. When it goes down to the field, when it's coming down, putting you know eye in the sky, you want to make sure that you show up every day. And again. I wasn't Nick Lewis. Nick Lewis had to show up and he was Nick Lewis. Like, I had a grind for me. Like, I had to grind it. You know, even though I was a star in my own mind, it was like, okay, I got to grind. So, when I played special teams, my goal was like, I, I prayed and went to sleep and said, look, all I want to do tomorrow is to show up in a positive way on, on film. Every day, show up on film. Every day, make them coaches say, whoa, who is this? That's That's, I'm telling you, that right there is going to separate you from everybody else. And, again, I mean, it has to be consistency. But then you got to have that flash to say boom. Who is this kid? Yeah. Every you just got to have that you got to have that that be consistent, do do right things right, but then show that flash. Like, you know, I, I had flashes like they were like, "Damn, like, you know, on special teams, I was punt returning, kick returning, uh field goal returning, <laughs> on the field goal team, on the kickoff team, and then I was like, whatever else you want me to do." And I mean, from having all those opportunities, I mean, I'm 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 like, I'm going to show up, like, and then they're like, well, who is this guy? Like, who is this guy? Like, damn, this guy, we can't, I can't cut him. You can't yeah. cause I'm falling. And now everybody else talking like, damn, this cat is, who, this, he hungry. And, and that's what, that's what kids, that's what you got. to You got to separate yourself on film every day. Show every up day. every day. Every you got to compete every day. One every last day.
0: question. Yeah. What do you do now to get your competition fill in? Is there Ooh, anything you do to fill
1: that competition void? Bro, that that's the hardest thing for me to do right now is to compete. Like, it's hard for me to compete. Um, so right now I compete with my wife. Like, we we work, we work, out, we work out. in the mornings. We work out, and I'm fat right now, man. Like, six pack gone. Um, it, we work out in the mornings every morning. And um, you know when we work out, like she be killing me in these workouts, bro. Like, I don't know how she does. It. I mean, four kids and and she's still like moving around. Like I compete, like that, that's, that's the, I wake up, I wake up and that's like the first, I got to get that competition in.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, And and I, and I, and, and for me, it's like, I, I, you know, I compete when I, I compete against her, but it's really, I don't really care about what she do. It's like for me today, I don't want to stop. Like, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to put my feet down during abs, or I don't want to, I don't want to stop the workout. I want to continue to work out the whole way. So, you know, uh, so I try to I try I compete with myself that way to saying okay when I work out I'm I'm gonna okay today I'm not gonna stop or yeah. today I'm not gonna put my feet down in abs or that that's the first way I do it um, I know my internet's acting crazy right now um, uh, did I did I lose you Probably No me. no you good you okay, good I you're heard
0: back. it I heard it all okay. man no that's yeah, awesome Yeah so, so, so that
1: that's the that's the first way I compete the second way I compete is is in business it's, it's a lot tougher in business man than than I thought it would be for me yeah. because you know, I'm trying to develop the passion for it. You know what I mean? It. Let me, let me rephrase that. It's, I have not as, it's
0: not as, you're not as passionate about it because it's new and it's a way, right. it's a means to what you need to do. And it's not That's the life goal that you had.
1: Right. Right. So I understand yeah. that hundred percent. So the football thing was like, it was like, I just wake up and do it. Like, like I, like, it, so, so the, the you didn't have to tell me to work out because yeah. that's just what yeah. you do. Like you just work out. Like it's like, you don't have to tell me to do that. But with, with this business thing, it's like, damn, I got to make these six phone calls. Damn. I got to call these clients back and and I compete with myself just by, you know, and, and, and I don't want to do it. Like it's, just, I just don't want to do it. So I compete with myself in that way saying, look, I'm going to call these six clients and it's harder as hell to call six people. I don't know why, but it is. <laughs> you try to call you. six people. You like, all right. Let me check my Twitter. Uh, let me check my. <laughs> like, oh, let me see. Let me see what this guy's saying. Let me watch a YouTube video. Like, just call six people and get it over with. Like, that's the hardest thing for me to do, man. Is is to is to call my clients because one, they're probably not gonna do what I want them to do, and it's it's so hard, man. It's it's harder for me than I ever thought it would be. Yeah, but it's, yeah. it's that's just a grind for me right now that I got to get over, man. But that's how I compete. That's a great question, man. I, yeah. I, I I mean, my wife. I try to compete with her with everything. Like I try to win every talking competition. Like, <laughs> I mean, it, it's terrible. It's stupid because you start man, an argument just to try to win it. Just to win it. Like she's like, because we were talking today, and and just off the subject. But so there was a there was a um. She was listening to something on on, on like her. She was putting something together, listening to something on her Facebook, mm-hmm. and it was a Down syndrome couple that opened up a. Opened up a, a shop or or something. They opened up something, and they said, and this is just me being competitive, just trying to win. Like she's like, so they opened up something, and then the the couple was like, I want to hire people just like me, and I was like, hmm. So what if what if a white person said that, or what if a black person said that? Would that would that be would that be? And I'm just starting I'm just competing with her just to, just to compete. <laughs> like if a black person said, I just want to hire people just like me. I may mean, be lawsuits all over the place. But why why are they able to do that? Just to just to compete, just to be able to, you know I me, mean, go back and forth with her. Uh she's like, you're very controversial. I'm like, no, but I just asked a question. You know what I'm saying? I just posed a question. Like, if I said that, I only want to hire people to look like me, then you know, people be like, oh no, this is oh Avon is he's a racist. Like, no, <laughs> isn't that discrimination if they only want to hire people to look like them? Like. But again, I, that's that's how I compete, bro. I, I I just do dumb stuff sometimes. I start up arguments for no reason at all. Cause I mean, again, that's good. You, you know, I like to talk, so it's like I gotta get. I you know, normally it's the women that has to get their ten thousand words, and you know, we we might say a thousand words. Me, I'm like, I'm geek, you gonna I'm get about twenty thousand. I need all I need to get all my words out today. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, so yeah, man, I appreciate this, man. Yeah, uh, you, I appreciate you, know, you me, for coming, coming
0: on, a man. Bit. I appreciate you for coming on and. And sharing your knowledge, sharing your story with everyone, man, that's awesome. Um, I'm proud of what, like I said earlier, man, I'm proud of what you do, what you did, and to continue it on and, and continue to be successful, uh, continue to live in West Virginia is, you know, <laughs> I've never been there, but maybe I'll come down there sometime and, um, you know, shoot some hogs oh. with you or something. Come on, get some what? Shoot some hogs with you.
1: Oh, I don't do none of that. I ain't, I
0: ain't. You know, I, I trained one kid that went to West Virginia when he was in high school.
1: Okay,
0: Schuyler Howard. Scholar. Oh, the quarterback. Yeah, I tell yeah. you when he was a junior in high school, junior and senior high school. Scholar. Yeah,
1: yeah. He, He's kind of a Great a, athlete.
0: Yeah. He's kind of our
1: misfit um quarterback, but he, <laughs> he, he he's like number three all time. Like yeah, you know nobody 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 expected him to do anything, and he just he's a grinder, man. He's a grinder, and he is West Virginia football.
0: He went to Stephen F. Austin. Mm-hmm. The The head coach says you're never going to play college football as a quarterback. Hmm. His dad calls me. He's like, man, I thought you said he could play college football as a quarterback. I said he can. He goes, the coach is down there trying to move him to running back. I said, well, we'll move him up out of there. So then he goes (laughs) out to California Riverside. Starting quarterback gets hurt. He finishes like number one or two in JUCO. Hmm. And then the next year offered full ride to West Virginia. Goes Trickett gets hurt with the concussion, retires, and he becomes the starter for three years. Like you man, talk about balls. a hell of a story, right?
1: And balls. Like now now I say, you, you can't
0: play. College coach said you'll never play college quarterback, and you were a top ten in the nation, college quarterback.
1: Right. Come on, man. He he's a winner, man. Like you can't like again, man. He wasn't the right size. He wasn't the right. He didn't have the right arm. But you cannot coach that heart, man. Like if it's in you, if you determine to get it done, there's nobody gonna stop you from doing it. Nobody. Skyler, again, he's a he's a misfit because he doesn't fit the build of of what you know we. But he won, like you know we we. I was on a podcast a couple years ago, and the dude loved Skyler because oh he he won, like he just won, like regardless of what you said, mm-hmm. he won, like nine games. I mean. There aren't very many quarterbacks winning nine games. Nope. I mean, and and the great ones we had didn't even win nine games. So so he's back a to back MVP
0: in the Tokyo League right now. I think Tokyo, or Japan. Yeah, he turned Balling, down the man. CFL to go over there. Man, he's making some good money and he's doing well. So, but nine yeah, minutes. man, I don't want to keep you on any longer. I know you're busy. I appreciate you, brother, for coming on. Any last words? How can people get a hold of you? Or if they need some finances done, how can they get a hold of you on the primary? Primerica thing. So Primerica,
1: yeah. man, just, I mean, if, if you want to get a hold of me and you, and you looking to do something different, and again, I'm not looking for people. I'm looking for trainers. I'm looking for people that, that's, I'm looking for leaders. Um, I'm looking for people that, that, you know, that want to train people to, to, to win. Um, call my cell phone 609-743-4202. If you email me, I'm probably not going to get it. Cause I don't check my email. Call me like you get instant access. I got this with me hundred percent of the time, like, let, let's let's do something. You know what I mean? Let's do so. Let's build something big. Like, I'm, that's all. I mean, again, DJ Khaled, man. I'm, you can give me back there, back to when we, when we used to play, bro. Like, all I do is win, man. That's just just in me. And all I want to do is win. I mean, so and then on the mortgage side, give me a call. I mean, right now I can refinance. I can I can you know purchase you a house or help you purchase a house. And, again, if I can't do it, again, I'm going to find a way to get it done for you. If, if I can't do it, I know some people that got some different things that allow you to win. So, I mean, I just want I want to see people win. I want to see people have success. I want to see people find find their passion, man, and, and do it in a, in a stress-free way.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: and, again, for me, man, I, all I want to do is help as many people as I can get what they want. Bless. Yes, sir. 100, man. 100. Well, I appreciate you. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. you, man. I love you, brother. I love you man. And and, and I, I didn't get a chance to big you up, bro. You was an absolute <laughs> dog. Oh my god, I love to watch you play. Appreciate I was it. like, this fat dude is killing everybody. I'm like, how are we letting this fat dude? I mean, this dude is fat. That's before, before I got to know you. I mean, because I mean, I'm I'm watching, I'm watching, you know, watching film against everybody else. And I'm like, this cat is killing these dudes. Like he don't even seem fast and he is just getting open, bro. You was a savage. Like, I mean, Hall of Fame, no doubt it's on his way, bro. Like you, what you did, bro, is, is phenomenal. Like, I I mean, I know people bigging you up. I never got a chance to really big you up because I mean, we never really kicked it like that, but at the same time, bro, like I enjoy watching you. You you play like me, you know what I'm saying? That's what I love. (laughs) Like John White, I love watching John White because he played like me. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. he just went to hit people in the mouth. Like, I will never forget. so that, two plays. The two plays that you did that I will never forget ever in my life. And I was on the field both times. First one was the, the stell play. I mean, y'all, y'all was killing us. And I mean, we had a chance, but y'all, y'all, it was just that, that game, we weren't gonna win that game. Like,
0: yeah.
1: I mean, I had clay books. Playbooks was guarding me on one play, and I dropped a pass, and I probably could have scored a touchdown on him. Like, I mean, you got – you you ran him over, bro. That was like the one play that I was like, this cat is the trillist. And then I go to Hamilton. and You already know what I'm about to tell you. Go to Hamilton. Peach had his hand on the ground. He was talking trash. I've, I've never seen anybody like this off of the line. You you had him like this, and his head hit first. Bam! Bro, that might have been like, we, you know how Randy Moss had, had, you know, you got Moss? Yeah. He'd be like, hey, you got Nick Lewis, bro. I'm going, <laughs> I'm going to Nick Lewis you. Like, bro, that was, that to me was like, again, because our talent, you know, what we do with the ball is, is what we yeah. do when we don't have the ball, that's what I look for. I look for people that do stuff when they don't have the ball, and Bro, you was a dog. I love watching you, man. Appreciate it. I hated Calgary, though. I hated Calgary.
0: And just know Greg Peets talked trash the play before. He said, You can't block me, man. Up one on one, you can't. You, you could never block me because I came in and I was just helping the tackle out. And he was like, One on one, you could never block me. I said, Really? They called that play the next play. Well, I had a slot block. All right. There she go. Hey. <laughs> I said, oh, my God, bro. All I, all I did for the rest of my career was get within two feet of a defensive end. And they stopped. They wouldn't even rush. It was just <laughs> now my job it, was done from then on.
1: Hey, bro, you killed. That was two plays that I will never, ever forget in my life that. But, I mean, when you, when you did that to Estelle, that just made me feel really, really good about myself, even though I didn't do it. I just hated him because he didn't work as hard as I needed him to, all the yeah. time. But then that great peach, bro, I was like, this this cat is a dog. Like, I I would love to play with him. Like we 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 would we would just, I mean, if we were on the same team together, bro, it would have been like it'd
0: been a lot of fun. Okay. Yeah, they tell you it's done. They tell you you can't do no more. Quit quit talking. Yeah. But there you go. Back to work. I appreciate you taking us two hours to um to do this podcast with me, man. This is this has been an awesome two hours, man. I, this is why I love doing it. Um, sharing the platform and, and you guys that have worked so hard and you know, so many gems that you left for so many young people and even older people. Like it's never too late to to do what you want to do and find that passion and you know, hey, let's get it done. So I appreciate you one more time, man. Thank you. Thank your wife for allowing you to do this, man. And um She brought the baby in. I thought she was gonna drop him
1: off to me, but she <laughs> kept, she kept it moving. I was like, oh, okay, good, good, good. But yeah, no, exactly. man, I love you, bro. Keep doing what you're doing. Keep appreciate it. this voice for, for 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 these people that, that wanna learn more, want to know more, man. Um, I appreciate you, fam. Like, I appreciate what you're doing. Um, and, and again, man, it I, some people I'm like, yeah, I'll do it, I'll do it. No, nah, I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> I'm not I'm not going to do it. Like I I'll tell him one, yeah, be like no, I'm not going to do it. And then and then I'll be like, "Okay, cool. But you, man, I had to. I had to, fam. I had to do it for you. I appreciate you even give me the opportunity to express that, you know, express that to to the uh to to your fans, to your, you know, to your podcast listeners, man. I appreciate you. Um God bless you and your family, man. Stay safe in this covid, man. Yes sir. You as well. <laughs> And come out, come out of this thing with a plan, man. Like bulletproof. Let's be bulletproof. My goal That's is it. to be bulletproof when I come out of here, and I'm, I'm damn near to the point where I'm almost bulletproof, fam. Like, I, it, you gotta be bulletproof coming out of this. And, and you know, I've, I've been working. I mean, working from home is is tough because you know you get your kids busting through the doors, but you know, it 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 it, it reignited that grind that I had. Like, I'm I'm working from seven to to about twelve, and then I'll take my lunch and then watch the baby for a little bit. Then I go from, you know, one to six, you know, eat dinner, put my babies to sleep around seven or eight, spend an hour with my wife. Then I'm back down here from 10, from nine to, to like 2.30 in the morning, like just grinding yeah. out like, bro. It, this is where wealth changes hands is, is here. Either you're yeah. going to position yourself
0: to create the wealth in your life and your family or the banks are going to do it or the rich are going to do it. Like, while it. people are scared, this is when the money's made. Bro. Right here. That's,
1: that's it, now? That's bro, it bro. man. When people when people are scared to do stuff, that's how people make money because everything is cheap. Everything is on sale. Let's buy it. They don't realize it's it's a sale right now. Yeah. Get yourself the win, man. And I'm I'm trying to get bulletproof. Um, not trying to get I don't try to do anything. I'm getting bulletproof right now. Um, during this process, and and bro, anything I could do for you, don't hesitate. Don't ever hesitate to say, hey man, look. I got this going on, bro. I mean, there's certain people like that's a dog that I mean I just got to give my ear to. I got I mean there's certain I mean certain qualities you want to surround you like you know you got a mastermind group.
0: You're investing people. You
1: know what I mean? And and when I played in the CFL, you was part of my mastermind group. You ain't we ain't never had a conversation, but I always I always looked at your game and I was like, Yeah. yeah, we we yeah okay. I hear you, Nick. I hear you, Nick. I got to go smack Okay. If you did it, I'm going to do it. Like, yeah. so, so you know, I had a mastermind group that I, that I've always had, that I've always, you know, looked, looked at, you know, to, to model my game after. And and you was one of those people, man. And, and again, you, you was, a you was, you was just a dog, man. And I love that. I love a dog. Like, you know, Jay Rich was Jay Rich is my other Jay one. Like, Jay Rich is a, just a complete animal. Like yeah. he come, he come from that same gutter that I do it. And, and you know what I mean? We just was – we was clicking on every cylinder, like, look. You know what I mean? When he was like – he was like, hey, you you trash right now. I'm like, damn. Like, like keep it 100 <laughs> with me. And I'm like, oh, let me go to work. Let me let me go do it. But look, man, I appreciate you, fam. I, I love you, man. Love your family. How you too, bro. God, be blessed. Anything I can do, let me know, fam. All right? Hey, D, be easy.